We concluded the explanation of Birchas HaTorah, and immediately following the recitation of Birchas HaTorah, whatever the nature of the bracha, whether it's the bracha on a mitzvah, a bracha of shevach, our praise and expression of gratitude, appreciation for the gift of the blueprint, the instruction manual, Torah, or Birchas HaNanin, for the consumption of Torah, but immediately after reciting these brachos, we continue by doing the exercise that we've just blessed. The first thing we do in the morning, we engage in Talmud Torah. The bracha is not on theory, it's not praising others who are learning, but we ourselves become a community of learners. We begin by quoting Psukim from Parshas Naso, then a Mishnah from Masechus Peah, and finally a Gemara from Shabbos. The, bra- the Psukim that we quote to engage in Talmud Torah, to engage in learning of Torah Shebechsav from the written Torah, of course we could have chosen from the totality of Torah, from the beginning of Breshas till the end of Devarim. And if we were to have a vote, what section of the Torah should we designate, should we incorporate into the Siddur, that every morning all of Klal Yisrael, wherever they are, will recite a Birchas Torah, they'll engage in learning, will learn the same Psukim, will say the same thing every day. We may or may not have come upon Birchas Kohanim, but that's what we say. The threefold bracha of Birchas Kohanim, even though we'll either hear the Chazan say it later, or if we're in Eretz Yisrael, or a Sephardic Minion outside Eretz Yisrael, we'll receive those brachas from Kohanim themselves. Nevertheless, the beginning of davening, or the beginning of our day, the first engagement with Talmud Torah, with learning, is the recitation of those psukim. Why? Why specifically that? Could have taken anything. Could have started the day with Shema. The learning could have been I mentioned yesterday the Arizal person has to accept upon themselves loving a fellow Jew before we daven. Why specifically do we choose the the Birchas Kawanim, the Bracha Mishuleshes? So the Beis Yosef, based on Atosos and Brachos, says the Anshe Mishmar, the rotation of Kawanim would serve in the Beis Hamikdash. They began their day with the recitation of these Psukim. So since we are a Mamlachas Kohanim, we talked about Anatilas Yadayim. We are washing, we're purifying, we're lifting our hands. We are a nation of priests, we're engaging the day. So as a continuation of our emulating a nation of priests, we begin as they did. The Beis Yosef says, based on Tosos, with reciting specifically these Psukim. The Mishnabur of the Chavetz Chaim says, you know why these Psukim are chosen? Because once we're going to choose Psukim from the Torah, we might as well choose Psukim that are a bracha. Who doesn't want a bracha to begin their day? Who doesn't want to begin the day with blessing, with hope, with aspiration for, for bounty, for success, both begashmias, baruchnias, material and spiritual? So once we're going to choose psukim to learn every day, we might as well choose psukim that incorporate themselves a bracha. Sefer Amanik says that these psukim, these three psukim, they're 15 words, but they're made up of 60 letters. And they correspond with the 60 mesechtas and shas. And that's why we're setting a birchas Torah, the blessing on learning, so we do something which symbolically reminds us of our Torah Shebech Sav that alludes to the Torah Shebaal Peh, the totality of the oral Torah. But I want to conclude by offering a suggestion why specifically were these three psukim chosen? Why the Birchas Kohen? And based on an insight from a Rebbe of mine, Rabbi Mordechai Willig, in his introduction to a Sefer Am Mordechai on Brachos. He asks the following. He says it's called the Bracha Meshulesh, the threefold Bracha, because there are three sentences. It's a Bracha Meshulesh, by the way, later. In Chazar Sashatz, the Shliach Tzibur says, Bracha Meshuleshes, Kama, pause, Batorah. It's a threefold Bracha that appears in the Torah. It's not that it appears three times in the Torah. It appears once in the Torah, it's a threefold Bracha. And Rabbi Willig asks, why is it called the threefold Bracha? If you take a closer look, it's not three Brachas. In fact, how many is it? Six. Yivarecha Hashem. 
May Hashem bless you. And then, may He safeguard you. That's number two. Number three, may God illuminate His countenance on you. And then, may He be gracious to you. And if you take a closer look, it's six, not three. Why is it called the Bracha Mishulashas? And Rabbi Willig answers, you have to understand the nature of the Brachas. He argues the second Bracha, or the second of each half, is a bracha to protect and preserve and to properly live the first half of the bracha. What does he mean? Yivarecha Hashem. We say it every morning. Birchas HaTorah, we listen to it when we get the Birchas Konim. What is Yivarecha? A generic blessing? What's the blessing? Gezunt and Nachas and Parnassah and all the bracha. What's the bracha? To win the lottery? What's the bracha? So in fact, it's not quite to win the lottery. It doesn't have to not be. But Rashi quotes the Sifri that Yivarecha is a bracha for monetary success, for material success. That whatever we strive to accomplish in life, if we don't have a financial foundation upon which to live, you can have all the spiritual ambition in the world, but if there's not a foundation of a financial health, if there's an inability to have a roof over our head and put food on our table, then we're not going to succeed in our spiritual ambition. And that's why, the first bracha is for material success. But what happens when we get material success? People have material success and it can be a curse. We've all witnessed families who achieve a level of wealth and they become corrupt, they become dysfunctional, there's competitiveness, it distorts priorities and values and decisions. And so the conclusion of the bracha is, V'yishmerecha. Rashi says, that no one be able to steal your material success, and the material success not steal the happiness of the one who has it. So they're not two separate brachas, they're two halves of one bracha, Yivarecha Hashem, material success, and that the material success not compromise our fulfillment, satisfaction, happiness, and functionality as a family. The second bracha is Ya'er Hashem. Oruzu Torah, this is a bracha for not material success, but Oruzu Torah for spiritual success. That we are able to live spiritual lives, feel Hashem's presence in our life, feel the charge and the mission of what it means to be a Torah Jew. Oruzu Torah, to live Torah, to learn Torah, to represent Torah, to teach Torah, to transform the world through Torah. But what can happen to people who learn Torah? The Gemara Yuma says, Pevav, that someone who has Torah, but then they're rude, they're discourteous, they're obnoxious. They lack integrity or honesty. A person who represents Torah, a Torah personality who doesn't represent Torah in their conduct, then they cause a chil Hashem. But a person who represents, learns, signifies, symbolizes Torah, and now they act in a proper way, the proper midos. Ashrei Aviv Shalom the Torah. Ashrei Rabbo Shalom the Torah. So Torah can be something which molds and cultivates us to be better. Where there are people who use Torah to beat others over the head, to judge others, to dismiss others, to be to not be ingratiated to others. So what's the second half of that bracha? Vichuneka. May we succeed in learning Torah, may we achieve spiritual success, but let it help us find chen in the eyes of others. And the last is Yisha, Yisha Hashem Panav Eilecha. We ask Kodesh Baruch Hu to turn His face to us, because there are people who have both, the Yivarechacha and the Ya'er. You have material success and spiritual success. And when a person has both, they feel they're competing. They feel conflicted. They feel a tension. Which one defines me? Which one should I pursue? Which one is prioritized over the other? So rather than have an anxiety over it, 
We ask Hashem v'yaseim l'cha shalom to have success in both arenas and yet to live with a sense of peace, contentment, tranquility, fulfillment, to be able to integrate the two into our lives. And so I'd like to suggest, perhaps adding on to the Beis Yosef and the Mishnabura and others, is maybe we begin, this is the Torah we're learning specifically, these psukim, because they represent our goals for the day. Again, we say this to start our day. And as we begin our day, we ask Hashem, may we succeed in work professionally, materially, may we, may we succeed in our material ambition, May we succeed in our spiritual ambition. And most of all, let the two not be in conflict in a way that leaves us with a spiritual tension and an existential anxiety. Hashem, let our day leave us with a peace and a serenity.